this um for this thank you <laughs> for this privilege um yeah it's it's always a blessing okay so today we're talking about um attitude of gratitude i guess in the spirit of thanksgiving um last week pastor jess um preached on or thoughts on gratitude on thanksgiving and um Today, my um, topic is on attitude of gratitude. Um, so I want to begin with attitude. I want to define what an attitude is. Um, I, want, I want this to be a discussion. So before I come up with my definition, what's when we say attitude, what comes to mind? What's, what's, what is an attitude? I I consider it kind of a state of mind. Like because you know, when you say you got an attitude, you know? <laughs> it's like that person has like a state of mind that they are mm -hmm. like both. That's that's what comes to my mind. In any other contribution? So for me, what came to mind was mindsets. So just like you, mindsets. And then when I Googled it, it said an a settled way of thinking. A settled way of thinking. So I was like, yeah, that's definitely mindsets. It's an established way of thinking. It's something that is a part of you, something that is your behavior. Um I think it's important for us to define this because it's it's going to form like a big part of what I'm going to be talking about today. Because I'm not talking about just gratitude, but I'm talking about an attitude of gratitude. And uh, gratitude, when we say gratitude, what's, what is gratitude? This, um, this one, Pastor Jess talked about this last week. So, it's, I mean, it's the same as thankfulness, but what other word comes to mind? What is gratitude? Well, the next close word to me is grateful. So that's what I think of when I hear gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yes, grateful. I'm going to use the word grateful a lot as I talk today. So yeah, grateful or an appreciation, <clears throat> an appreciation for things. Amen. So this evening, that's what I want to talk about. Two, these two big words, attitude and then gratitude. So when, when I was preparing for for um i mean today's meeting i i did read a lot of things and um there's been a lot of research on gratitude on what gratitude is or how to even develop an attitude of gratitude and um one of the researches that i came across was by um two psychologists named dr robert emmons of university of california davis and the other one is I hope I don't butcher the same, Dr. Michael Michalo of the University of Miami. So they have conducted extensive research on what gratitude is. And um, according to them, or according to Dr. Emmons, okay, before I even go there. So according to research in general, gratitude isn't simply a feeling. It's not something you can just feel and 
you know, the next moment you don't feel it anymore. That's not gratitude. It's not like an emotion. It's not like, you know, happiness, anger, sadness. It is deeper than that, right? Why? Because according to the research, it takes a conscious effort for you to be grateful. It takes a conscious effort. You need to be intentional about being grateful. It is acknowledgement of the goodness that has happened to you and acknowledgement of how blessed you are. And so first of all, you need to be able to recognize that something good has happened to you. So you know how when somebody does something and then in the heat of the moment, she just gets angry and then you react. Gratitude is not like that. It's something you really think about. It's something you need to be intentional about. Amen. And I'm um, so um, still on what gratitude is. So Dr. Emmons, it says that feeling grateful is not the same as being a grateful person. According to him, a grateful person is one who regularly affirms the goodness of her life and recognizes that the source of this goodness lies at least partially outside of themselves. So for me, the key word here is regularly, regularly. This is not something you just feel one moment and then the next moment is gone. It's something that is a part of you. And that's why in the beginning, I wanted us to define what attitude is. It is, it is a behavior, it is a part of you. It's your mindset, it's the way you think. And so as Christians, this is what we are called to do. We are called to have this attitude of gratitude. We are not called to just be happy. We are not called to just be grateful for things that just happened to us. We are called to be constantly grateful, constantly have this attitude. And last week, Pastor Jess uh, mentioned um, the scripture from First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. And it talks about how God wants us to rejoice always and be thankful in all circumstances. And so this is what we are talking about, all circumstances. God wants us to be grateful at all times, regardless of what we are going through. And so this evening, that's what my, um, my teaching is going to be on. How do we go about cultivating this attitude of gratitude? And so from the research, it has been shown that Having this attitude of gratitude is not, it's not something that just happens. It's not automatic. And you and I can testify to it. It's not automatic. Just like, you know, um, any other discipline in Christianity, like reading your Bible, praying, these are things that require a lot of discipline. These are things that you need to be intentional about. Sometimes you need to actually even set, you know, um, reminders to remind you to pray. Even though as a Christian, you know you're supposed to pray, you know you're supposed to read the Bible, but life gets busy. And so if you don't schedule some of these things, they may never happen. Amen. So how do we go about cultivating this attitude of gratitude? So one, I want us to talk about focus. Focus. What is focus? So I've come to realize that whatever, whatever you think about or whatever you focus on a lot, it's, it tends to become your reality. It consumes you. It becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of your thinking. And so this evening, I want us to talk about focus. What do you focus on? Do you focus on your circumstances or do you focus on who God is? So I want us to talk about focusing on God. It's one of the ways that you can go about cultivating an attitude 
of gratitude. So when you don't look at the things that you are going through, when you don't look at the circumstances and then you focus on who God is, what do you know about God or what do you know to be true of God? What are, This is a question to everybody. What do you know to be true of God? Or what are some of the things about God that you can focus on to enable you have an attitude of gratitude? Anybody? Who do we know God to be? Oh, people, it's, it's too quiet. We don't know God. We don't know who God is. Who is, who is, okay, so I'm talking about focusing on God, right? I'm talking about how you shouldn't focus on circumstances and how focusing on who God is helps us to maintain an attitude of gratitude. Before I go in to say some of the things that I've written, I wanted to find out from you. Who is God? Who is God to you? Or what do you know about God to be true? Um, the nature of God, something about God that you know that it's, you know, this is who God is. What are some of the things that the Bible tells us about who God is? Well, personally, it, it would be very difficult for me or even in this space to talk about who God is. But depending on seasons in everybody's life, you are somehow able to recognize a certain aspect of God. So personally, in this season now, I see God as a provider. Depending on all the news you are listening to and everything that is going on in 2023, being projected as going to be a recession and everything, I, I don't panic. Mm -hmm. I don't shake because I see God as a provider. There were times, maybe let's say around April, I saw God as a healer because of what befell my mother. So it, it depends on different times. That's why the, the best definition of God is I am that I am. So who, whatever you want God to be to you at that present circumstance is what God is. I am that I am. Amen. I like what Pastor Steve said about God being a provider and how, you know, because of the recession, there are a lot of people who are panicking a lot of people who are panicking, but he is not panicking because of who he knows God to be. And that's exactly what I want to talk about, right? How, because of who God is, you don't focus on your issues. You don't focus on your problems. You don't focus on your circumstances, but you focus on who God is. And so one of the things that I want us to talk about, Pastor, Pastor Steve just gave us one good example. Another one is God is good. We know God to be good. And so when you have this in mind, that God is good, he is for you. It doesn't matter what you are going through because you know God is good. In all circumstances, God is good. And so whatever the outcome, God is going to be good to you. Amen. Another thing is God is merciful. We all know from scripture that God is a merciful God. Oh, good. Pastor Jess just said that. God is merciful. He is gracious. Yep. He, he has shown us a lot of mercy, you know? And so because of that, you are able to have 
that attitude of gratitude, when you focus on who God is, when you focus on his goodness, when you focus on his mercies, when you focus on the plans that God has for you. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, the Bible says that, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I mean, this, this is a wonderful verse. If you know this, what is there to worry about? What is what, what is there to worry about, really? Romans 8, says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Now, if that doesn't gladden your hearts and that doesn't want to make you worship God, that doesn't want you to, you know, praise God all the time, I don't know what else. Pastor Jesus says he's a covenant keeper. Amen. So you know that whatever he has said concerning you, it will, it will come to pass. If he says he will heal you, he will heal you. Whatever the Bible says, you can believe that it will happen for you. Amen. The other thing I want to talk about is focusing on what God has done for you. What has God done for you? God has done a lot for all of us. But what I want us to focus on is that, that ultimate sacrifice that he did for us. He sends his only begotten son. So I'm reading Rick Warren's book on purpose-driven life. And he said something, and I quote, he says, if God never did anything else for you, he would still deserve your continual praise for the rest of your life because of what Jesus did on the cross for you. And I 100% agree with him. What Jesus did on the cross is, is something that is eternal. It is forever. It has afforded us the chance to be in God's presence. It has afforded us the chance. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that for um, Christ was made sin. He who knew no sin, he was made sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. Christ became poor so that we could become rich. He became weak so that we could become strong. Think about that shameful death. Think about the pain that he went through. Think about the stripes that he received. Think about the thorns, the crown of thorns that he wore. Think about the shame, the ridicule, how people ridiculed him. I mean, the, the extent to which he went for you and I. It shows how much God loves you, how much God loves me. And if this is not enough for you to praise him, if this is not enough for you to, you know, maintain that attitude of gratitude, I, I really don't know what else, right? He's, he, he's, he wonders us that he really, really loves us. There's no better way for God to tell us how much he loves us. I want to read another quote from Rick Warren's book. He said that never again should you wonder what you have to be thankful for. When you think about what God has done for you, when you think about how much he loves you, when you think about what he did on the cross of Calvary for you, if he does nothing ever again, this is enough. This is enough reason for you to worship God. This is enough reason for you to have that attitude of gratitude. Amen. The third one I want us to talk about is the fact that... Um, Um, being grateful is, is God's will for our life. And this is in First, First Thessalonians chapter, and the verse that I mentioned, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. It is God's will for you and I to be grateful. 
this is what he wants. He doesn't want us complaining. He doesn't want us grumbling. He doesn't want us um, confessing negative things. He wants you to be grateful at all times. This is what he wants for you. And so when you know that this is something that God wants for you, the things that God wants for us are the things that we should want for ourselves, right? And so if God is saying that this is his will for you, for you to give thanks in every circumstances, this should cause you to want you to, to be grateful at all times. You know, I mean, in life, we like to we like to complain about, you know, like the, the littlest things. Today, I was standing in traffic and the lights had been red for so long. Like, I really wanted to go and get some few things and then come back quickly home. And just when I thought about complaining, I remember that today I was going to be talking about <laughs> attitude of gratitude. <laughs> and so just when I was going to complain, I, I said, oh, God, thank you for traffic lights. <laughs> Thank you that we have traffic lights. And because we have traffic lights, there are no accidents. I can waste my turn. And then when it's my turn, I can go. And then, you know, the other people can also go after that. So you can turn all these complaints, you know, into gratitude. When you have that mindset of gratitude, it causes you to see things differently. And so when you when, when, when you want to complain about the, the, the traffic lights, you turn it into praise. When you want to complain about your children being noisy and um, not, not having enough rest because of them, you turn it into praise. When you want to complain about your spouse, not doing some of the things that you want him to do, not closing the toothpaste. My husband is always complaining <laughs> that I don't, I don't close this toothpaste. <laughs> But he, he should send that into praise and thank God that he has a toothpaste to even brush his teeth with. <laughs> or thank God that he has a spouse, you know. There are a lot of people who are praying, a lot of single people out there who are praying earnestly to God to bless them with a spouse. So the next time you want to complain about your spouse, just remember all those people who are praying and then thank God for your spouse. Amen. <laughs> And then the other thing I want us to talk about is again on this research by um Dr. Emmons. So they they they, they, con they conducted a research and then they had they got three different groups of people to um to journal to journal on certain topics. So the first group was to um journal on the things that they are grateful for. The second group was to journal on the things that irritate them. And then the third group was to write about things that anything that had had any significant impact on them without emphasis on it being positive or negative. And after 10 weeks, guess what's, what they realized? They realized that the first group who focused on gratitude, they had a better um they had a better lifestyle. They had a better outlook on life. They exercised more. They took better of them. They took uh, care of themselves. They visited the, the doctor's office less as compared to the other two groups. And so from the research, it shows that there's a positive correlation between gratitude and then, you know, your mental, even your mental health. There's a positive relation between gratitude and um your health. Amen. And so it's 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 beneficial for you to have that attitude of gratitude. You're gonna live longer, you're gonna be a happier person. 
when when you focus on the things that's you know God has done for you, when you focus on the things that the goodness of God, when you focus on the things that even other people have done for you, Amen. And the other side is um, the the person to whom you are showing gratitude. Anybody here giving um, a gift to anybody, and the person, as you know, has profoundly shown how grateful they are to you. How how did that make you feel? For most of us, it makes you want to, you know, give more to that person, right? It's not like you want the person to keep coming to, 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 to thank you, but the fact that the person showed that appreciation, it's, it really tells you that the person really appreciated that thing, right? And so it just wants you to make, it just wants you to do more for that person. And so it's the same with God. Whenever you show more gratitude, whenever you, you show him that you are grateful for the things that he has done for you instead of going back and then asking for more and more whenever you have this attitude where you are always thanking god he just wants to give you more amen and and this is the god is our father he, he that is what he wants to do anyway he just wants to bless us he wants to give us things everything there's anything that you need anything that he wants he has it all in abundance and he's ready to give it to us and so instead of always going to him and asking for things, how about you have this attitude of gratitude? How about you always go thanking him? Because there are a lot of things that he has already done for you. You have, you have a good job. You are able to pay your bills. You have a roof over your head. You name it. There are lots of things that we take for granted, especially when you live in a country like United States of America, where everything is, you know, there's no lights off. You have constant supply of water. You have every reason to be grateful to God. Every reason to be grateful to God. And yes, we find that we are the ones who complain about the about you know the, the smallest of things. There are a lot of people who don't have a place to put their heads. There are a lot of people who don't even know where the next meal is going to come from. But for you, you have so much. You even have you even have um, um, money in your bank that you can count on. When you get sick, you have insurance that you can count on. There are a lot of people who don't have any of these things. And so we have a lot of reasons to be grateful to God. We don't need anybody to tell us why we should be grateful. Just look around you. Just look, tune into the news. Just listen to what's happening in other parts of the world. And that should give you a lot of reasons to be grateful. Amen. The other thing I want to talk about is how Expressing gratitude also causes you to want to do good. Why is why why is this so? Remember, I talked about how um, being grateful is is an intentional thing, right? You sit down and then you really think about it. And so, when you have thought about all the goodness of God, when you've thought about how God sent His only begotten Son to die for you, it makes you feel like you are worthy in the eyes of God, right? It makes you know your worth. And so because of that, you are able to also, you know, pay it forward to other people. You are able to, because you have received mercy, when you think about it, because you have received grace, because you have received mercy, because you have received goodness, you are able to give it out. You can't give what you haven't received, right? And so when you have received mercy, you are able to, be, to, to show mercy to others. When you have received grace, you are able to show grace to others. Amen. And so this 
attitude of gratitude is not something that just benefits you. It benefits others. It benefits the entire world. And so I've, I've given you another reason to have that attitude, to maintain, you should want to cultivate that attitude. It's not an easy thing. Like I said in the beginning, it's, it's not something that just happens. It's something that you have to continue to practice. It's something that you, you have to continue to do. You. It has to be a part of you. It has to be ingrained in you so that you can continue doing it. Amen. The other thing that I want to talk about is, um, sorry, I lost my train of thoughts. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is how, um, how we can, okay, so I've talked about like some of the things that we can do, right? But practical, what are some of the things that we can do to be able to um, cultivate this attitude of gratitude? So um, just recently, I think um, during the Thanksgiving holidays, I saw um, something on Facebook, either Facebook or Twitter, one of them, and somebody had a jar and then he was talking about how you should write a note of what you are grateful for every single day and then put it in the jar from this Thanksgiving to the next Thanksgiving. So that's a whole year, right? And then people were commenting and they were talking about how they've, how they've done this, they've practiced this every day and how it has really helped them. So I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's a really good practice. I mean, I haven't started yet, but I think that is something that we could all do, right? It's very tangible. You have the jar right there. You write something, you just put it in it. And I think it will even force you to really think about the things that you are grateful for. Because it's so easy not to, to just enjoy the things and not really you know, think about it. But when you have to really put a pen to a paper, it forces you to think. It forces you to think about the things that you are grateful for. So I want to challenge all of us to, um, it doesn't have to be this, that there are a number of things that I'm going to challenge us to do. So it could be this or the next thing that I'm going to talk about. So start this jar, have a jar, something tangible so that you can always see it, right? You can always remember that I need to, um, to be grateful. It, it's something that will help you cultivate this attitude of gratitude. So have a jar, take a piece of paper and then start writing just one thing that you are grateful for. It could be the weather. There are people who love, who love the cold. I don't love the cold. So <laughs> maybe you could thank God that it's cold. We are, in, we, we are going into winter. You could thank God that you have a roof over your head. You could thank God that you have food to eat. You could thank God for your spouse. You could thank God for anything, just about anything. Just write something and then put it in the jar and try to do it for, you know, the whole year. And let's see how it goes. Next year, we will talk about it. Amen. The other thing was um, the same people, um, Dr. Emmons, they did another, no, the, okay, this wasn't Dr. Emmons. This is another um, professor who teaches, um, I didn't write her name, but she teaches on gratitude. And what she got her students to do was to write letters, to write letters to somebody in their life and then really express, you know, how um, grateful they are to that person. So it could be to a spouse, it could be to your mother, to anybody, anybody in your life who has done something for you that you want to express um, gratitude towards. And what she realized was those who wrote the letters realized like there were a lot of things that they hadn't even thought about, they had forgotten about, right? But when they were forced to write it, 
it's it causes them to reflect to really sit down and reflect why they were grateful to be sponsors or why they were grateful and it turned out that the people who received the lesser were you know they were also very happy about it that wow this person really appreciated this thing that I did for him and so that's um, another thing that I want I want to challenge us to do so you could do this or the the jar thing or you could do both if you want right so this one doesn't have to be every day just give yourself from now to the end of um December December is coming people are going to give gifts this could be your gifts you don't have to go out and then buy something expensive you could just write a letter write a letter to your spouse write a letter to your mother and I, I don't want you to just say thank you, right? I want you to really think about it. What has the person done and, and what did it mean to you? Why are you appreciative of that thing that a person did for you? Let it mean for right? Write it from your heart and then send it to the person. I, I, I don't know if people still mail letters, but however you want to send it, write, write a letter. It could be to your spouse, so you could just, you don't have to mail it. You could just give it right to him or her. It could be to your pastor. It could be to anybody, just anybody. Just choose one person and then write what the person has done for you and um, how, I mean, how grateful you are for that person, what, who the person is, what's, what they mean to you. Write that, write it in a letter and then send it to the person. Amen. So um, I want to conclude on my um, on my um, study for today. So we talked about um, attitude of gratitude, how it's not just a feeling, it's not something, it's not leading happiness, it's not like sadness, it's not just an emotion. It's something that you need to cultivate. It's something that needs to become a part of you. Right. And how do we make this a part of us, especially as Christians? For us, we have every reason. We are we are one of the most blessed people, blessed groups of people on the earth. We have Christ Jesus dying for us. We know that someday we are going to see him. We know that there is more to life than just the here and the now. We know that because of what Christ Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, we have a better place to go to someday when we die, right? So for us, we have every reason. We have every reason to have this. If anybody can have this attitude of gratitude, it is us. It is Christians. Because a lot has been given to us. God has been merciful to us. God has been good to us. God has been gracious to us. And he continues to, to do these things. He didn't do this just once and for all. He continues to do these things for us. And so for us, we have no reason not to have this attitude of gratitude. Amen. And then we talked about how research shows that there's a positive relationship between um, maintaining an attitude of gratitude and in your health. And I talked about how whatever you focus on becomes your reality. And so if you choose to focus on your circumstances, if you choose to focus on the bills that are piling up, if you choose to focus on the news that says that there's going to be a depression, there's going to be a recession, that is what will become your reality. 
But if you choose to focus on God, if you choose to focus on who he is to you, if you choose to focus on the plans that he has for you, then that is what becomes your reality. You don't see those other things. You, you don't even realize that you have um, bills to pay. You don't even realize that you have all these things to worry about. Because for, for, for here and then for the things that God is doing in your life, you are grateful for the things that he's yet to do. The promises, you know, his promises are yea and amen and it's going to come to pass. And so you are grateful for even the things that are yet to come, right? The things that are yet to happen in the future. It's not just the things that have happened. It's not yet the things that are, it's not just the things that are happening now, but the things that are going to happen in the future, the things that he has promised you. You know that whatever he has said is true. And so for us, we, for, for Christians, we, we don't even have any excuse. You and I, we don't have any excuse. We have all the reason to be able to have this attitude of gratitude, to cultivate this attitude of gratitude. And then I gave us practical things that we can do to help us, that we should have a jar. It's, it's very tangible, right? You can see it. You should have a jar and then write, keep notes. And then another thing you could also do is just journal, right? You could just journal every day. You could just have a book and then just journal. Just write one thing. Day one, I am grateful for this. Day two, I am grateful for that. And when you go back and then you even read the things, it will cause you to go like, oh, wow, I am really blessed. This, this reminds me of that. So count your blessings, name them one by one. That, that's exactly what this is. Count your blessings. And then you realize that, wow, I am so blessed. You realize that God has been so good to you. One of the other things that I also read, somebody was saying that even just making a mental note of the things that you are grateful for, even if you don't write it, just making a mental note of it, that also helps. That is also good. And so make a mental note, write it on your phone. I mean, these days we carry our phone everywhere with us. So even if you don't have a book, you don't have an excuse, right? You could just open your the notes section and then just make a note. Something happens and then you just make a note of it. I am grateful for this. Thank you for this. And then let's just, let's just make it a practice. Anytime we go to God, make it a practice. Thank him for something. Be intentional about it. Just one thing. Just name one thing. Or name one person that you are grateful for your parents, grateful for your spouse, grateful for your colleagues. It could be your job. I don't know. Anything. What it is, what is this that God has done for you that you are grateful for? And what is this that your spouse has done for you that you are grateful for? And what is this that your friend has done for you that you are grateful for? These are all things that causes us to realize how much we are blessed and then causes us to focus on, you know, the goodness of God, causes us to focus the, on the good things that are happening in our lives instead of the negative things. Amen. Anybody wants to share with us what they've learned today? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, can. Uh, um, I learned about just being thankful and being grateful. And I think that that should be a part of our everyday life. Um, just even, just, like you said, just writing it in a journal. I mean, it shouldn't be 
a seasonal thing. It should be every day um, that we just express how grateful and thankful we are for the people in our lives. And um, that's something that's really important to me. So um, that's really stuck out a lot about being thankful and grateful. Amen. Thank you, Shaquana. Um, I think I want to share sometimes focusing on what you're going through and you're not able to thank God. But if you made a point of thinking about who God is and so when even when you are in need and you think about a God, that gives you a good enough reason why you, a good enough reason to be thankful. Even when you are sick and you know that God is a healer, you know that God is your father. You think about that, who God is to you. When you think about who he is alone, his nature should, should cause you to be thankful. We know God is a provider. You know God is, God is kind. God is love. And you think about all these attributes of God, that alone should cause you to be thankful and respective of uh, what you're going through. So, um, I mean, that was a very good point for me, that student. Amen. Anybody else? Okay, so um, I think that's still when I say something, so I was gonna wait, but I, I've been thinking about it a lot. So the journaling portion. Um, I used to do it a lot and I wanted to get back into doing it again. Just, you know, every day you write something down. Um, and I think it's an important aspect of, of our lives. And I'm glad that you highlighted it and you brought it in and into thankfulness and just writing something down every day, that habit of getting into being thankful for something every day, I think is um, a necessary practice. I think it helps us to put things into better perspective. Yeah. I like um, the point about there is a connection between um, health and gratitude. Even just this week, I just read on um, a, a fact on laughing two minutes a day is as healthy as a 20 minutes job. <laughs> so that, there's so much research that really links health and gratitude. You can only laugh when you have a grateful heart. It's impossible to do that yeah. when you ask for so And I also like the point on focus. What's, what you give attention to, uh, it, it really speaks it, it speaks to your emotion or feeling and it will determine whether you will complain or you mm -hmm. amen so i think that was very powerful amen okay i'm i'm glad everybody contributes so it, it tells me that everybody was listening so that's good. <laughs> it's good to know myself. I mean, this was, um, it really spoke to me because um, I've, I've been complaining a lot. <laughs> I've been complaining. <laughs> I've been complaining a lot about how stressed I am. 
my kids and everything. And um, one of the things that my husband told me, he was like, whether you like it or not, you're going to do it. <laughs> this is your life. So you might as well do it with a smile. <laughs> and it's true, right? You're going to do it anyway. So, I mean, complaining won't, won't take, won't take the, the work away. Complaining once or wish, wishing it away won't, it, 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 it won't just go away, right? So put on a smile. And then do that thing that you've been complaining about. And then, you know, put on some music and then just laugh out, laugh it away. And then um, who knows? It's 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 gonna it's gonna help us live longer, like the, the research suggests. So let's let's try not to let's try not to complain too much. Let's try to be grateful for everything that we've received. Let's be grateful for the little things. Don't wait for something big to happen before you thank God. Don't wait for something huge to happen before you thank others. When somebody opens the door for you, say thank you. When somebody compliments you, say thank you. There are people who, who are not very good at receiving compliments, right? When people compliment them, they go like, oh, it's nothing. Say thank you. Just say thank you. Even if it's nothing, say thank you. It is something for, for, for the person to take time and then compliment you. It means it's something. It may be trivial to you, but it, it wasn't trivial to the person, right? And that's why the person thanked you. So let's learn to be grateful for the little things and not wait for the big things. I think that's what I want to end with. Don't wait for the big things um, before you show appreciation. Show appreciation for for everything that happens in your life, for the little things, for the air that we breathe, for the sun, for the moon, for everything, for the trees, for the animals. These are all things that you can be grateful for. When, when you start to have a mindset of gratitude, you see good in everything, right? You see all the things that you could be grateful for. And so let's 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 try as Christians to, to cultivate that mindset. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you today for what we've heard on um, Thanksgiving, what we've heard on Attitude of Gratitude. We've read that this is your will for us. This is something that you want us to do as Christians. You don't want it to be just a fleeting feeling, a feeling that is here today and then gone tomorrow. You want us to be able to rejoice and be grateful in all circumstances, regardless of what um. Um, what is happening around us, regardless of where we find ourselves. You want us to be able to thank you at all times. And so we pray, oh God, that as we have heard your word today, that we will go out there and then start practicing these things. We will put these things into practice. We will maintain that job. We will start journaling and then see all the goodness of God all around us and start thanking you for all the little things and for all the big things that you've done in our life. We bless you, oh God. We thank you for, for everybody on this line. We thank you for an awesome Bible study. We thank you for our spouses. We thank you for our children. We thank you for Pastor Steve and his wife. And we thank you for every single person on the line today. We just want to say thank you, oh God. We appreciate you for what you've done and for the things that you are yet to do in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. But you, Pastor Steve.